The following program is a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program. Mindful of your health. Sponsored by Emergence Health Network. Hi everyone, I'm Noreen Hadamia with Emergence Health Network. Thank you so much for joining us for this Mindful of Your Health podcast. We are going to be taking a look at some uh, topics that impact the mental well-being of not only the adults in our community, but also the children and veterans. And that is what this particular podcast is about. We want to focus on the veteran community in the El Paso area. So we invited some special guests with us this morning. We have our EHN Veterans One Stop Center uh, Program Director, and he is Jonathan Bohannon. Uh, you are actually the Program Director of Veteran Services. And then we also have a special guest with us, Joe Admentha. He is a U.S. Army veteran. Thank you both for being with us. Now, Jonathan, I want to start with you because we want to talk about some of the services that are offered at our Veterans One Stop Center. Yes, um, so at the Veterans One Stop Center, we offer, um, it's like a one-stop solution. We start out with clinical services, um, free for active duty mm -hmm. and their family and veterans and their family. And uh, we also have case management in case they may want um, new resources in the community and um, or possibly if we don't provide the service, they'll reach out to another organization that we're partnered with to get them the help they need. And we also have Military Veteran Peer Network, which is a peer support group, and uh, they consist of veterans, active duty, or just uh, veteran connected in general. And they host groups and they, they host, uh, they, they do peer support. And we also have a Texas Veterans Commission. Yes. Um, that'd be, they um, do compensation claims for individuals who are leaving the service, who might have a service connection. And we also have uh, WGU, and, um, which is Western Governors University, as well as um, a plethora of resources. Okay, and that is the whole point for the Veterans One Stop Center. We're trying to improve access to services for our veterans. And as you mentioned, again, it's not just veterans, but it's active duty and their families. Correct. Correct? Okay. So why is offering uh, not only those linkages to the community resources, but the mental health component that we offer at Veterans One Stop Center. Why is that so important for our military community? Well, as you know, the, uh, um, the military and veteran community um, struggle with um, completing suicides, um, you know, uh, violence, substance abuse, things of that nature. Um, that could possibly be like a, a residual effect of serving in combat and um, and things that may have happened in tour. And a lot of times, um, you know, getting that basic mental health um, care can be a barrier there can be barriers in the way uh wait times or the stigma you know, how it could be perceived if one goes get help you know goes to get help so um so what we do is we um we offer our services to veterans and active duty on you know and we're doing a couple of initiatives right now in fort bliss to get into earlier intervention mm -hmm. to where we can get the, the help they need I'm going to get to you, Joe, here in a second, but you are a qualified mental health professional, so you, you've gone to school for what you're doing, but you're also a veteran. You served. And how is that beneficial in this capacity? Well, for myself, you know, I served as an Army medic. I did a tour to Iraq and Afghanistan. And, um, you know, one of the things besides, you know, the battlefield injuries that, you know, I had to deal with being on the line was um, also mental health, right? Mm -hmm. um, making sure I'm talking to my guys, making sure their head's in the right space, and everyone is alert to stay alive. And so, you know, being a veteran, it gives a 
pretty um, direct connection to um, individuals who are still serving or who have served in the past. And that rapport that's built right away um, is really beneficial for their treatment. Okay. And now, Joe, I want to bring you into this part of the conversation. So talk about uh, your military career. You you served, correct? Yes, I did. I served as an infantryman for 20 years. Um, I, I was medically retired for combat-related PTSD. Uh, and the way that my career ended was I was forced uh, down the mental health path. Okay. Um, due to uh, the... I've, I've, I'm not like Jonathan, where I, I have the educational portion of it but because I was forced down that mental health path it gave me that experience to be able to reach out to other veterans and, and say hey this is very important this is something that we need as well as the active duty to try and, and get rid of that stigma that exists or has existed in the past as far as seeking help goes okay and let's talk about that that stigma um, you know when it comes to mental health there's there's a stigma you know, associated with, with even talking about mental health, about getting treatment for mental health, but especially around our military community. Um, you guys are known as, as the <coughs> tough guys and tough girls, but really asking for help when it comes to mental health does take a lot of strength. It does. And I know we've talked before. Mm -hmm. I, if For me, if I can go back and, and, you know, change some things, it would be to empower me at a younger age to say, hey, you know, regardless of what's going on around you, what's being told around you, it's not a sense of weakness. It's a sense of strength to say, hey, you know what, I need help. Even being, you know, those tough um, people yeah. with those tough jobs and those combat-related jobs, you're still human. And you still need to talk about what's going on in, in your mind in order for you to not only be a better person for yourself, but be, be a better person for your subordinates, but as well as your family members. Okay. I want to go back to the question about getting help from a fellow veteran. How important was that to you to know that you were talking to someone um, that really understood the situation that, that you had experienced? So for me, it, it made it very, it, it made it more comfortable for me to open up um, as I was as I was transitioning out I knew that my time with my mental health service provider was coming to an end mm -hmm. because of you know she's she serves you know active duty okay. uh, and I was getting ready to transition so she pointed me in the direction of um, Jonathan and the moment that me and Jonathan first started talking I was able to take a deep breath relax and open up and connect with him so for him to be in a position of not only having the educational piece of it but it enables him to talk with me okay. instead of talk at me or to me because he can understand and empathize with what i'm struggling with and i can understand and empathize with what he struggles with got it so it makes a big difference Okay. Absolutely. Now, Joe, you had, and if you want to go into this part of the conversation, uh, uh, you had mentioned to me earlier that you unfortunately had the experience of um, attempted suicides with some of your soldiers. Yes. And in, in one case, a completed suicide. Yes. Correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, and it, you you can, you know, look up the information. Unfortunately, that's that's uh, a statistic that is out there. Uh, suicide, completed suicide, suicide attempts that are related to our military community. There's a big uh, push, you know, to get awareness out there so that we can, can help our veterans. How important is that when it comes to where they get to a place where they don't want to go on. 
it's it's very important to ensure that they have that the individuals that are in that position know that the help is out there. Okay. Um, at, at that point, you know, I know you touched on it with those two incidences. Mm -hmm. During the during that time frame, myself and my, my my counterpart did everything that we could to ensure that those services um, within. Uh, the military community on active duty um, posts were available. Uh, I want to talk a little about PTSD because mm -hmm. you, you talk about PTSD and right away your mind goes to military. Although um, I've learned that, that PTSD uh, can affect anyone out there. Uh, it's not just you know unique to our military community. Yes, it's because of the trauma that you've experienced, but let's say for instance our unfortunate um, situation with 8-3. Um, you know, a lot of people experienced trauma with with that mass shooting, and PTSD is, is relevant there. So it it affects uh, a lot of different people. But I want to focus on the military. Um, what does the community need to know about PTSD when it comes to our military members? Um, first thing I would like to, I guess, address is that, you know, um, PTSD is treatable. Okay. And it's, it's, you know, it's not a death sentence, although not treating PTSD, okay. you know, could unfortunately lead one down that route. Okay. So, you know, it's a tough conversation, but, you know, El Paso is very resilient. You know, uh, veterans and active duty are resilient as well. So, you know, breaking the stigma down and you know allowing individuals to process that they may have a trauma and to get help could go a long way you know in reducing the suicides okay and, and is it kind of in the sense understanding like well what is this that i'm feeling or what is this that i'm thinking is it that awareness to let our military community know hey this is kind of what you might be dealing with does it start there or is that part of it yeah, absolutely. And uh, well, uh, it's funny because from the perspective that, that I see, whether they're a, a private or whether they're a sergeant major, they're reaching out um, ahead of time to start that transition. Okay. And the you know the questions are generally the same. I don't know. I don't know where to go from from here. You know. And so that lets me know that um, you know once we have these tough conversations, you know the. We're, we'll be better uh, educated on how we can deal with this situation. I think for the El Paso community, for what I would like to pass off to them is to understand why a veteran is reacting the way that they are. It's not necessarily because you're they're showing their anger directly towards you. Yes, you may have triggered them, but it's what they deal with that you don't see. Or, that's under the underlying effect of what they're going through. You just happen to have triggered them. So if you're able to understand like, okay, well I did this, that's not that big of a deal. Why is he acting like that? If you can ask yourself, or why is she acting like that? If in the community you can ask yourself that question, that'll kind of get you as the El Paso community to take a step back and say, okay, you know what? There is something else going on. I'm, it's not because of what's going on with me. It's because of what he have, they have going on with them. And I just accidentally triggered it. If you're able to say, to yourself, why ask yourself why are they acting like this? That'll kind of give you that that awareness or that that that, that empathy. The empathy okay. towards the, the veterans or the active duty service member that are reacting the way that they are. Okay, and that kind of leads me to I, I wanted to talk about you said, and the, the Veterans One Stop Center they they provide services for veterans, active duty, and their family members. 
You had once shared with me that the Veterans One Stop Center was able to help one of um, your children. Yes. And by being able to help your child, that child then was better equipped to understand what you were going through. So it, it's kind of similar, yes, correct? Yes, it is. Um, <clears throat> my child was struggling in her in her first, her first freshman semester. Um, she had some things that, that normally we all deal with. I mean, now the, the, the children, it's, it's more exponential because of the social media aspect mm -hmm. from it. Um, so when I saw her struggling, I was desperate. And I said, hey, I need help with my daughter. Can you help? And they helped. And because it was geared around the military setting, they were able to portray to my daughter, like, hey, look, you're going through this. Your dad's going through this also. So that kind of built that that relationship between us where she can understand what I'm going through and she understands where I'm at when I'm triggered. And then I, it builds that empathy, the empathy for me to her, like, okay, she's going through this at school. This kind of okay. e equates to what I went through in the military. So we're both em empathetic towards each other, so we're able okay. to understand. And she's doing a million times better than what she was at that point. Got it. So have you seen that? Has there been a need for help with family members? Uh, you had mentioned briefly, it's not. It doesn't just impact you guys, but it impacts the, the family, correct? Absolutely. Um, uh, the more the family is educated on what the veteran or service member is going through, and vice, you know, and vice versa, you know, mm -hmm. uh, definitely it. We're able to the the interventions, the treatment. Um, they're way more successful if as long as the you know, most of the time the family wants to be involved. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just another success story of like what could happen when all, all the right elements are there. Okay, and you guys can bring that perspective. I just want to re-emphasize that the importance of, of veterans helping our military community seems like it's really making a difference. So I want to talk a little about um, active duty. So we have been, uh, EHN has been collaborating you know, through your efforts a lot with um, Fort Bliss and, and we're reaching out to active duties so we're trying to get a, a little sooner before you know it, it gets into those later stages. How important is that? It's very important. Um, in fact, um, as I was you know trying to get the program set up to be able to do, um, help out in any capacity we could, you mm -hmm. know, um, our funders um, with EHN with TVFA, um, we were authorized to start serving active duty, which, to my knowledge, is a national model because mm -hmm. you know it's 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 providing that. Um, in quick intervention versus you know three to six months we're able to get them in like three to five days nice and, and that and that's I'm sorry to interrupt but that's that's something that we do hear about that you know you need help then you don't need help a month from now or two months from now although it is nice you know to keep your appointments but having you know an appointment in the next two to three days that's like a game changer right and you know as a medic you know we had this thing called the golden hour you know, or if the injury would happen on, we, you know, that took place in the battlefield, you know, we'd have that golden hour to get that individual into a higher level of care. And the faster it was, obviously the higher, exactly. So, and I'm seeing that here, um, and a lot of the results we're getting, you know, the reason why it's very important to uh, focus on active duty right now, it, you know, along with veterans and their families is that um, since they're still in the military, mm -hmm. the resiliency rates are way higher because they're able to work on personal goals, they're able to work on family counseling, they're able to work on many things that once they've uh, completed their objectives, they're good to go, you know. 
During my time, I was fortunate enough to share uh, a building with uh, the Embedded Behavioral Health. And I was able to establish a, that rapport with them and have the relationship with them. And, and it helped me to pass that message on. However, like I had mentioned earlier, had I had known that this service was available, that would have been able to get, like Jonathan said, the, the person during that golden hour that helped. And just to clarify, um, you know, just like how we when we were once only serving veterans, our services were there to augment the veterans affairs. And right now, our services on post are that we're giving to that to duty is to augment behavioral health on post. Okay. So it's to work, um, you know, in collaboration. Hey, and and the more support we have, the better. Definitely. Correct. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. And I we talked a lot about mental health, uh, but really quick. It's not just about mental health. We talked about there's um, some for uh, higher education, how to link them to, to continue with their education when they get out. Um, job services is that is that an option? You know, to get them. Yeah, yeah. So we so we um, through EHN we have the SCD program. Um, so they you know they, they have the job linkages there, and uh, we also have you know for substance abuse would be like uh, OSAR. Mm -hmm. You know and. Um, so pretty much we have everything um, checked off, um, you know, in that holistic sense, you know, but at, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're, you know, we're all warriors and our language is action. And sometimes, you know, um, that lack of being able to do something because, you know, we're, we're always in school or we're, we're kind of leading up to it. So, you know, through our MVP and through our um, Veterans One Stop, you know, there are plenty of volunteer opportunities um, and, um, you know, that would, that, give um, these individuals who are transitioning or still in something to do and something to um, to, to be proud of, you know, okay. to, yeah, in the community. It sounds as though we're giving them the tools they need. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I want to thank you both very much for being with us. Valuable information. Um, we are located, the address? 9565 Diana Drive. Diana Drive. And to call and get a hold of you? Uh, we could use the, yeah, you yeah. could use the 915-242-0555. Um, and, and let them know that you're interested in the Veterans One Stop and, and they'll transfer you yes. there. So thank you guys. Thank you for sharing your stories. We really appreciate it. Hopefully it's made a difference to those listening and those watching. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you very thank much. You. And thank you guys for watching Mindful of Your Health with Emergence Health Network. We'll see you next time. At Emergence Health Network, your behavioral health is our commitment. For more than 55 years, we have been serving our community, providing mental health programs, substance use treatments, assistance for our veterans, and 24-hour crisis care. This is us working for you. Thank you for letting us be mindful of your health. Brought to you by Emergence Health Network. We'll see you next time. The preceding program was a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program.